0: And welcome to Dispel Magic, the podcast where we overthink how the magic of D&D might shape your campaign setting in
1: surprising and unexpected ways. I'm Benjamin, game designer and writer. And my name's Dane. I'm a dungeon master, podcaster, and voice actor. Benjamin, we have a mainstay of Dungeons and Dragons on the show today, don't we?
0: That's right. We are taking a pivot from our typical fair of spells and going with a classic magic item that is probably the first magic item handed out in most campaigns
1: well it's it's essential because a lot of folks don't want to deal with the nitty gritty of weight and how much things fit into where and you know so they're they're gonna they're gonna want the the standard video game everything right everything in one place
0: It also facilitates antics, you know, yeah, so I think I think that's another allure to you guessed it, the bag of holding.
1: Was that the first time you said it? Yeah. oh, that was the big reveal. That was the big reveal. The
0: prestige. <laughs> whoosh. yeah, exactly. I you people know I gasped. Yeah, people I, listening yeah. <laughs> gasped when I said bag of
1: holding. It's almost a given that you're going to get a bag of holding. I feel like I've played in games where people are just like, we don't already have one (laughs) when they find one. (laughs) I think from a DM's perspective, you know, you can give a
0: bag of holding and you're not really changing the math of the game at all. You're giving players something that feels like a fun reward, but it doesn't, you're not worried that you're going to
1: imbalance the game. Right. Well, let me run down the specifics of it. Bag of holding is a wondrous item of uncommon rarity. It does not require attunement and its description is as follows. This bag has an interior space considerably larger than its outside dimensions, roughly two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep. The bag can hold up to 500 pounds, not exceeding a volume of 64 cubic feet. The bag weighs 15 pounds regardless of its contents. Retrieving an item from the bag requires an action. If the bag is overloaded, pierced, or torn, it ruptures and is destroyed, and its contents are scattered in the astral plane. If the bag is turned inside out, its contents spill forth unharmed, but the bag must be put right before it can be used again. Breathing creatures inside the bag can survive up to a number of minutes equal to 10 divided by the number of creatures, minimum one minute, after which time they begin to suffocate. Placing a bag of holding inside an extra dimensional space created by a handy haversack, portable hole, or similar item instantly destroys both items and opens a gate to the astral plane. The gate originates where the one item was placed inside the other. Any creature within 10 feet of the gate is sucked through to a random location on the astral plane. The gate then closes. The gate is one way only and can't be reopened boom very specific yeah let's go down the expected uses what what we think of when we think of a bag of holding
0: i think the reason dms give this out is basically so that you know not that i think a lot of people ever worry about encumbrance anyway but this kind of eliminates even the worry that you might have to because all of a sudden you've got an extra
1: 500 pounds that you can just kind of it makes everyone's job easier. It makes the player's job easier. It makes the DM's job easier. It's just one right. less thing to track, one less thing to worry about. And also I feel raises the stakes, right? Because if you have everything in one place and that that bag goes away, yeah, you're boned. I mean, it's kind of funny because I think what we're saying is completely
0: accurate that people give it out as a way of giving people less stuff to track. But the magic item sort of explicitly wants you to track the pounds that you're putting in there yeah. because it gets destroyed if it's if it ever exceeds 500
1: pounds. Right. And we're going to circle back around that later. I also feel like they do that just so it's not limitless. I know that uh, adventurers, when they find a dragon horde, they're going to be like, we just put the whole dragon horde in our bag. <laughs> They could have just said
0: after 500 pounds, you can't put anything else in it.
1: Yeah, but they make it fun. So it was a
0: specific choice to say, like, you lose everything if you don't specifically track mm-hmm. the pounds that you're putting into this. But I, again, also think nobody, just like nobody plays with encumbrance, mm-hmm. I would guess over half of the people who are using bags of holding are not tracking how much is inside of it.
1: 100%. Now, the bag of holding, obviously people are going to be using bags of holding to transport goods right that's that's a that's a no-brainer
0: yeah so so moving away from kind of the reason that bags of holding exist in D, the game into what bags of holding do in a setting is that one of the first things that came to my mind is that Probably when an adventurer finds a bag of holding, first thing they're thinking about is how much money they're going to be able to sell this for. Mm. Because it's an uncommon magic item. It's probably, like by the book, one of the cheaper things to buy or sell in terms of at least magic items. Merchant Guilds would love to just snap up every single bag of holding that kind of comes into the magic item market. Because
1: they're on back order for months. They're right. A...
0: I mean... They're
1: PS5s.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. I crunched some numbers and I looked up how much a horse can generally carry and that's 400 pounds, right? So you could load up a horse with 26 bags of holding. Wow. Which would be 13,000 pounds of goods on a horse versus the normal 400 pounds you could carry. It like really exponentially eases the burden of transporting goods. We've talked on a previous episode about teleportation circle and to me this is also something where it's like yeah it makes that like 6 seconds that the teleportation circle is open all the more valuable when you can carry 13,000 pounds on a single horse. Yeah. Through the teleportation circle.
1: And forget about carts with wheels. Oh boy. Right,
0: exactly. Like there's no need if you've got enough. So I really see the Merchants Guild as being the primary organization or faction in a setting that's going to be interested in obtaining bags of holding and primarily for this use as cargo. And I think they would be willing to offer very high prices because of how much this is ultimately going to reduce their cost of operations.
1: Well, and as we often do, this kind of makes me think of a bureaucracy where bags of holding are then tracked they are limited you know if if it's a free market then yeah the the most powerful merchant is going to buy as many bags of holding keeping them from competition keeping them from them expanding so if there is a government in place that is more egalitarian and wants more people to have more of a shot then they're like all right you are a merchant of this size or the or the merchant's guild is allowed an allotted number of bags of holding and
0: (laughs) that's such a utopian no (laughs) hey call me a dreamer you call me a dreamer i have i i mean in my mind the first thing that this facilitates is like yeah one merchant's guild quickly dominates all the others (laughs) and then there's a single global merchant's guild because they're using bags of holding and teleportation circles to move so many good left and right yeah that like <laughs> that you know screw local governments like this merchant's guild is like a nation basically embedded in others
1: we've talked about fantasy amazon before and this is this is just one aspect of their evil empire yeah and of course you know whatever is attractive to
0: merchant's guilds is probably also going to be attractive to thieves guilds hmm For most of the same reasons thieves guilds, other criminal enterprises are going to be interested in using this also for the transportation of goods, but more like along the lines of smuggling than I guess, kind of openly transporting (laughs) cargo.
1: You're not going to have a, a pack horse of, of an entire stolen house all the good the worthwhile goods of a of the inside of a house well you might right <laughs> like if like if, the, like if like if the guild if the thieves
0: guild hit a noble's house mm-hmm. and was able to get all of the goods they stole from that house out of the city in one night insane you could do that with enough bags of holding like rob them blind mm-hmm. put all their stuff in bags of holding teleportation
1: circle to a far-off town or even just a horse
0: right i mean like by the time the noble wakes up the next morning everything's gone and nobody is in town anymore who actually
1: committed that crime i mean this kind of makes a another dungeon-esque type of situation right to to keep people out of your house so your house is in now in the middle of the dungeon yeah i wonder what kind of security measures have to be created to prevent somebody from just clearing out your house with one bag of holding it's hard Maybe, to imagine yeah hard i mean like think about.
0: random like switchblade that pops out on yeah things to tear <laughs> that it punctures the Bag of Holding, and the person just loses everything. Although that doesn't save your stuff because it's all going to get dumped in the astral plane. Then, yeah,
1: that's true. Magic items can't be burned, correct? You know, I wouldn't
0: think so. I, I think I'm not sure if I know the the general rule about it, but. It's weird to me that this one specifically mentions being punctured Yeah, because I wouldn't think like mundane weapons could puncture it. I'm like, I'm not sure what it would take to puncture a bag of holding. I'm not sure that there are like
1: written rules for destroying magic items in 5e. Feel like, and maybe I, again, this is a critical role thing, but I feel like magic items can't be burned or destroyed without magical means. Is something that I, I feel like I've heard before. I'm sure
0: that that's true. Okay. But also, even in that case, you're not going to say, oh, you got caught in that fireball. Your bag of holding is. Yeah,
1: true. Burns. So they're even more resilient than that. So maybe you have to use like a plus one dagger to be able to, to puncture it or something. I, at minimum. Yeah. let's leave it at
0: at minimum you would need a magic item to destroy another magic item but probably there would be some kind i, I don't know it's weird <laughs> that this says puncture because yeah there's not really any
1: guidance about there's no precedent yeah yeah guide us sure now here you talk about liquid right
0: so the, <laughs> so the magic item description to me kind of indicates that it can't hold liquid because it doesn't say it takes whatever you put in it and puts it in an extra dimensional space or something what it says is that it's bigger on the inside than on the outside and you normally can't put water in a bag
1: it's true unless it's a water sack sure but
0: it seems like a really common trope though or not common but not uncommon to like fill up your bag of holding with water i asked this question on twitter in your games can you put loose uncontained liquids in a bag of hold and the result was something like 85 percent of people said yes you can mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one really compelling response i got to this in the replies was the description of the item suggests that it's airtight mm-hmm. you know because you run out of oxygen if you stuff people 100
1: percent So if it's airtight, it has to be watertight. Because it's mentioned so many times, I feel like the bag has a connection to the astral plane. It doesn't say it's connected to the astral plane. Right. There's not enough lore in the item description for that. So I can imagine, well, this is DM's discretion. We're in DM's discretion realm here when we're talking about airtight. We're talking about...
0: Well, well, we know well, we know it's airtight. I mean, this we do, the, we do the not magic, airtight. The, the magic item tells you it's airtight. And so if it's airtight, it does have to be watertight. Mm-hmm. Water couldn't leak out of something yeah. that was airtight. So True. you can carry liquids in a bag of holding. So then the question becomes, what would you do with 60 gallons of water? Because that's the amount of water you can keep in a I mean, the first thing I'm thinking of is that it would be really fun to get dropped into like a water trap where you're supposed to drown mm-hmm. or something and mm-hmm. you just open a bag of holding at the
1: bottom and suddenly <laughs> and you fill up your bag standing <laughs> in a dried out pool well and that's a fun way to uh, a loophole in if a room's slowly filling with water yeah it affords you an extra second like, oh, an extra minute or whatever it is i've had i've had players fight vampires with running water there you go create and destroy water so this could be an excellent tool against vampires
0: yeah that's a really cool combat application for Mm -hmm. it i i also think as a utility to be able to just create 60 gallons of water yeah in a moment it solves a lot of problems you might have like if there's a big ditch you need to cross or i mean there's a ton of situations dumping 60 pounds of water on somebody's head is probably going to disorient them pretty badly
1: (laughs) to say the least push them at least uh, (laughs) uh, an amount of feet not knocked prone push 10 feet maybe if they're a fire genasi there you go really dampen their day but you do make a good point that it's all at once there is no right. dipping a ladle into this there's no i've always imagined bags of holding where you have to imagine what the item is in the bag right you have to know what it is so grabbing water isn't gonna you're not right. uh, just imagining water and grabbing it so it has to be all or nothing it's well i think you could do it with a ladle
0: like you I mean a so? little.
1: Well, yeah, I do You'd think you allow could. It. Do,
0: I would allow <laughs> you to ladle out water. So that's funny because then like you could put a bunch of soup and you could just be like somebody who goes around feeding people with soup out of your bag of holding.
1: That's a character concept. Right that there. is that is
0: a character <laughs> concept. Soup so feel lady. free to keep, yeah, right. Like a just like a it's a halfling. They're they've got their famous chili or stew or something, mm-hmm. and they go
1: around
0: dishing oh, it out yeah, to everybody. It's a halfling
1: day. named Stew. There you go. <laughs> who uh, yeah. ladles it out probably a druid. now i i've thought about what can you do with an alchemy jug and one of these and we don't generally mix and match around these parts but i couldn't i couldn't help myself you could
0: dump a disgusting amount of i mean any amount of mayonnaise
1: in my mind is disgusting <laughs> you, you just set it up for this is what i'm doing today And you use that alchemy jug and you fill up the bag of holding with as much mayonnaise as you can. Now we talk about, we talk about water, pushing people back 60 gallons of mayonnaise.
0: I have to imagine mayonnaise is heavier by the gallon than water. So hopefully it's less than 60, but I also, the less I think about (laughs) gallons of mayonnaise, the better. Fair enough. We'll leave it at that. So that pretty much covers the first paragraph and it's kind of amazing that when we're talking about a magic item we can spend that much time just talking about one of three paragraphs it's an it's an amazing um, item it is an wondrous amazing, even it is amazing yeah it's a wondrous item but the second paragraph adds a lot more interesting weird, applications y-
1: weird application interesting and weird applications Hey everybody, Dane here, just wanting to say thank you for all the support you've given us through your downloads, messages, tweets, and of course, sharing the show with others. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow, so thank you for that. Benjamin and I would also like to announce that we now have a Patreon. You can vote on future shows, receive weekly show notes, you gain access to our Patreon only Discord channel, and other magical things in the future. Uh, Thank you again for listening, and as always, happy spelling. One of the first things it says is that
0: if the bag of holding is overburdened, it throws everything that's inside of it into the astral plane, mm-hmm. right? So I was talking about this with some buddies of mine, and this is pretty gruesome. But one thing you could do is fill your bag of holding up with 499 pounds worth of stuff, probably like rocks, because easy you to know, weigh, you don't easy to them. find. Yeah. And you don't want to waste, you don't want to lose any of your good stuff. Fill it up with 499 pounds worth of stuff and then throw the bag over someone's head.
1: Oof. That's going to, that's going to destroy the bag. That's going to destroy the head.
0: Right. You're going to have a bunch of rocks and this person's head floating around in the astral space. What's kind of interesting about that is that the bag is also destroyed. So there's like no evidence of how this crime happened there's just like a headless body and there's no no one who looks at it has any way of knowing how that happened and of course because it's headless you also can't speak with dead
1: i'd imagine the point where the head has come off of the body is kind of a tear like it's a tearing if the bag is sucked into the astral plane with the contents then the head is essentially torn off of the body
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not super interested in the exact mechanics. I think a DM can flavor that however they want. Like, I, to me, I almost picture it as being like instantaneously cauterized or something. Mm. I don't know why, but yeah. that's just I'm part. Maybe because that would be less disgusting.
1: I bring it up only in that if you're using this as a tool for murder in a mystery campaign. And there's no evidence of the head. There's no evidence of the bag anymore. Players are going to want to know, like, how was it severed, right? So you have to think about how. That's true.
0: Yeah. To how to how you're going to give them clues about about that. So I don't know why, but I think maybe just the amount of time we're spending talking about this (laughs) is that it makes about the head coming off. Yeah, it makes makes me think about somebody who somehow has accumulated multiple bags of holding become a serial killer and like this is their (laughs) signature calling card is like this is how they this is how they do their crime
1: they'd have to be a part of a a merchant yeah exactly (laughs) well yeah that's i mean that's i think where these these interesting these,
0: these interesting ideas start to intersect yeah you have the merchant's guild be and then player's like how did he get this head ripped off and then maybe the merchant guilds are complaining that like the thieves guilds are stealing all their mm-hmm. bags of holding like a and... bunch of thieves right exactly and but actually it turns out that maybe the head of
1: the merchant guild is a serial killer or something it's uh season two of the wire i've never
0: seen the wire so i'm just gonna have to trust you on that it is it's exactly okay. the same all right well spoiler alerts for season two of the wire <laughs> So apologies that Dane did that to anybody. Who's yeah, two, for a 20-year-old. <laughs> wanting to watch The Wire season two. And now Ooh. knows that it's a bag of holding serial, serial killer.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bag of holding serial so, yeah.
0: Right. Right. So.
1: Low oxygen.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've done everything we can about the grisly murders that you can commit. Although we're going to talk about more clean murders you can do later. Thank but God. in the interim, let's talk about oxygen and what it means that there's like, there's a limited amount of oxygen in a, in a bag of holding at Mm -hmm. any given time. The one thing I thought of was if, if the inside of the bag can run out of oxygen, does that mean it's everything inside is essentially vacuum sealed and food lasts quite a long time if it's vacuum sealed. And I guess actually bodies would too. So like if you were trying to keep a adventuring companion in good condition, while you tried to return them to wherever to, to get them resurrected, you might do
1: that. I mean, that has application for, for transporting goods. So spoilable goods last longer doing this. If you don't have access to a transportation circle, then you're going to have to transport it over long periods, long areas. So yeah, the, it's something to consider in terms of regeneration of oxygen. I would say it, it regenerates oxygen when you open it.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, that is an interesting thing that's not explicitly spelled out, but I do think I did did more math, which I'm really good at.
1: Yeah. You're it is a math centric episode. really good at
0: math. And by weight, you can fit about 10 halflings in inside of a bag of holding, and they'll survive they'll each survive for about a minute. But you're right. It seems to suggest that whenever the bag is opened, air is flowing into it. So I would think as long as you keep that bag open, there's no length of time. I guess maybe the only problem would be that something could fall into your bag, then put it over 500 pounds and then... And
1: then you're, you're toast. Yeah. And then everybody's
0: inside is, is gone. Everyone, but, all but, 10 of the halflings, yeah, the whole family. Ones. But but the, like the big thing I was thinking, I mean, so there's obvious... Obviously, if you had 10 halflings in a bag of holding, there's a lot of things you could do with that that would be fun. One of them would be you can sneak people in to places really Mm -hmm. easily. All you have to do is you're one person who's really good at stealth. They go in a place and then dump everybody else out of the bag of holding once they get there. But another thing I thought is that it's a way to short circuit various hazards. Imagine a crew of halflings piloting an airship. The airship's going down. Don't worry. We've got a bag of holding. Everybody hop inside. The emergency bag of holding. Yeah. So they all jump inside. Maybe there's a wizard there that casts Featherfall on themselves so that they can open the bag once they all land. And the halflings are all safe. And That's
1: a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm also thinking of subversive attack. A couple of spies with 10 more people in their bag. Getting behind enemy lines and, and suddenly you've got a battalion there of trained killers. Yeah, it's it's kind of like almost what we talked about with teleportation
0: circle, but more gorilla. All you need is one person to be in an area and all of a sudden you can dump 10 more people in that now, area. A little
1: more chaotic and a little more fun comes to mind is kobolds and goblins. Right, you right. stuff I- it with kobolds <laughs> and goblins and... Your wreck house i said halflings because i feel like that's something player characters
0: do more often sure. but yeah it would be fun to have like a villain who <laughs> who like carries around a bag of holding filled with kobolds or
1: or goblins they're just we not just rats just a bag of rats that would be a lot of rats. the pack rat would be what they're called And They've got like four or five bags of holding just just lousy with rats and they're just dumping them out. I don't want to talk about this anymore. When I was reading through the notes, it also made me think that because smuggling would become such an issue and because adventurers generally have one of these, I think customs would be a much more rigorous process. I feel that entering a big enough city you'd need to dump out your entire bag of holding you'd be required to
0: it really depends in the dm there's a very kind of ostentatious illustration accompanying the bag of holding Mm -hmm. and if all bags of holding look like that then yeah probably
1: Mm -hmm. with this little smiley face on it
0: assuming that there's a variety of bags of holding and they're not always blatantly obvious the nature of it then that might not happen or probably wouldn't happen
1: You'd have to pass some deception checks. Of course, this is not a bag of holding. But if I, I, I guess what I'm thinking of is the cus There'd have to be a whole, depending on how busy your town is, there'd have to be an entire section devoted to going through these bags of holding, because if you're dumping it out and it's any amount of stuff, you know, you're going to have to have the space to put it. So I see like these lots set up with bureaucratic checkers going through dumping out bags going through the contents but what why to, what are for, they looking for 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 smuggled goods for goblins and halflings but i don't think of
0: i don't think of D worlds as having like rich customs
1: i i think that if smuggling is an issue and you have bags of holding then that's what the customs people are looking for is smuggled goods i can
0: imagine police stopping people maybe Like the town's guard stopping people and being like, let me
1: see what's inside that.
0: Just to like, make sure that you are a legitimate owner or whatever of a bag of holding. Maybe the merchant's guild that like buys all these also gives like licenses to people to carry bags of holding. And so if you don't have a license to carry the bag of holding, you're assumed to be a smuggler and
1: it's confiscated by the the government. Makes things a lot more complicated, but it also makes things, there's more intrigue to that, right? right? Because there's more obstacles to get around. There's more.
0: Well, and it means you either snuggle up to the merchant guild mm-hmm. to get a license or you forge a license or you have a confrontation with the law
1: about mm-hmm. the fact that you've got a bag of holding with a no license. It makes getting that first magic item a little more interesting rather than just, For sure. Here, just have it, just take it, go on your adventure. God damn it. Now it's, you've got to make some choices. You've got to wheel and deal a little bit. You've got to figure out how you're going to get this it's almost essential item
0: i think it you know in this setting where the merchant's guild controls the majority of everything bags of holding well and everything i think you can imagine that like if you go on an adventure you find a bag of holding you come back to town they're like sure we'll issue a license uh free of charge all you have to do is say that when you die that bag of holding is ours easy easy there you Just go do it You're- and that's like sort of a cost free way of them starting their big collection of bags of holding although i guess actually in order for there to be licenses so there has to be a
1: lot of bags of so you know bags of hoarding there you go there is one particular bag of holding setup yes big weaponized bag of holding that's pretty well known
0: yeah this last paragraph sets up shenanigans for <laughs> when you're willing to sacrifice a lot for a victory the the last paragraph is is setting you up for that one thing i thought when i read this is that i haven't i hadn't really read the description of the bag of holding in a while and when i read this i was like why have i never given people a bag of holding and a portable hold then this is an amazing decision to put in your player's laps I'm just like, yeah, you can win
1: a fight. It's going to cost you a lot. It's a big red button. <laughs> yeah. We're, of course, talking about the Arrowhead of Total Destruction. Well. Let them talking- gasp. Let them gasp. There, it, we just revealed. We did the reveal. Let them gasp. All right. Go ahead.
0: Okay. This is a co- actually a core part of the way the magic item works. Just the Arrowhead of destru- Total Destruction is a specific implementation of that where when i first saw it i thought okay this means you've got to have a pc willing to sacrifice themselves to do this but there is a meme kind of concept out there called the arrowhead of total destruction you can find that just by google searching the arrowhead of total destruction and it's a weaponized version of incorporating the bag of holding and portable hole into an arrow shaped weapon that you know, when it strikes something, the two collapse into each other, the portable hole and the bag of holding, creating that 10 foot one way gate to the astral plane. So if you are a not very clever or prepared party and you are in a fight way over your heads, you can choose if you've got these two items or some combination of these two items to win the fight at the cost of those items and it's a win button it's And the, a win yeah, button. And, and the character. But if you're prepared, if you know you're going up against the big bad, I mean, like, one thing I'm thinking of is, like, could you beat a Tarrasque with this? I think you could. (laughs) Like, the Arrowhead of Total Destruction, I'm pretty sure you could just go up to the end boss of a whole campaign and be like, I'm first level, I want to be 15th. I'm going to shoot this arrow at you, and all of a sudden... I've got like a
1: million XP that I just gained. I'm just thinking of the the coin sound from Mario. That's just you, you hit it with the arrow and it's ba-ting, ba-ting, but like ba-ting, yeah ba-ting. yeah like
0: more like when you hit the hit a hit a shell and it's like going between two blocks that's constantly producing. That's right. Yeah, it's a it's a game. It's an incredible decision to get to make. It is a it is a big
1: decision. It is.
0: That's I think super fun. I much prefer it as you being forced to take to make that pyrrhic victory decision of so-and-so is going to sacrifice themselves to stand right next to the big bad and slam these two magic items Mm -hmm. together
1: i think that's a cooler situation because the arrow idea necessitates a sure shot a good roll well not really you have to be within
0: 10 feet of something I, i i i would be pretty generous with you have to hit the ground like what's the ac of the ground one okay
1: yeah that's true
0: like so you just have to hit the ground near this creature
1: i'm thinking now that if this is a known item in your world if this mm-hmm. is a known setup in your world and the ubiquitous merchants guild right you know, capital m capital g then portable holes haversacks would become i think illegal
0: and no, it's it. That is funny. I had not thought about. <laughs> I had not if thought this about is that. such a potent
1: yeah. combination, and it is known to create this effect, then they want to mitigate that effect as much as possible from happening.
0: And maybe even beyond that, it it gives the merchant skilled even more political power beyond what all the wealth that it generates from mm-hmm. from this from having all these bags of holding, because now. They can also just hold over the threat of like immediate annihilation. They've
1: got the button. They've got the big button and they're going to threaten. <laughs> we've got a lot of these arrows and then you get a cold war going between two, two merchants guilds and how many arrowheads of total destruction they've come. They've stockpiled. Or like more terrifying. If there's just one merchant's
0: guild, it becomes this weird de facto, I hate saying the word World go- phrase world government because yeah but that's kind of what it could turn week. yeah into. it's like yeah. almost yeah i mean it, it's 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 maybe more accurate would be that it's end stage capitalism mm-hmm. like where profit driven corporate enterprise is in complete control yeah dominated like all, all governments yeah i mean like at that point what is the difference between the merchants guild and every single government interacts with yeah Thanks, basically a lot. none because they all have to to do what the merchant skilled wants
1: thanks a lot bag of holding yeah to ruin the world bag of holding
0: yeah it's true this this um this sucks this magic item might be the worst see
1: now i don't know how to transition from that
0: <laughs> i don't even want to transition after that i just want to end this episode and go cry
1: yeah I think that's probably the best idea. If you have any ideas for bag of holding uses beyond the complete annihilation of free speech and free movement and freedom, let us know on Twitter. We're at Dispel Magic Pod. Benjamin, where can people find you? You can find me at
0: Sterling Vermin on Twitter or com on the internet.
1: Wow, a web page. And uh, you can find me... At Dane in Danger on Twitter. I also have a link tree with all my other things that I do. It's true. You're gonna love it. It's, oh man, you're gonna love it.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again after your next long rest.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Dispel Magic. If this has inspired any ideas for your game, or you have another take on today's topic, please let us know on Twitter at Dispel Magic Pod. You can find Benjamin at Sterling Vermin and Dane at Dane in Danger. Thank you to Slim Mittens for our cover art, produced by Benjamin Huffman, produced and edited by Dane Fox McGraw.